0: David Posternock was named the NHL's third star of the week because he scored a lot of goals. Should we also be concerned that he leads the league in giveaways? Let's talk about it on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. You're Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up Bruins fans and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host Ian McLaren and this is a daily show where we discuss all things Spoked Beat. Today is Tuesday, April 4th. Thank you for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team Every single day. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for 20% off your first purchase. It's an off day for the Bruins yet again here on Tuesday. No practice yesterday. They're giving the day off again on Tuesday. Taking advantage of this three-day break between games. Catching up on some rest and uh, taking care of some of these nagging injuries. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about David Pasternak winning third star of the week, but also some chatter about his propensity to turn the puck over. Does it really matter? Uh, We'll also do updated Eastern Conference power rankings, look at the playoff picture, who the Bruins are lined up to play in round one, and also take a brief look over at the Western Conference. First, I want to remind you the podcast is available on Twitter, Instagram, at Bruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. On Monday, the NHL announced that Bruins forward David Posternock had been named the third star of the week for the week ending April 2nd. He recorded points in each of Boston's four games last week, helping them win three out of those four and reach the 60-win mark on the season. He scored a goal in each of the team's home games against Nashville and Columbus. Then he had his 14th career hat-trick on Saturday in a 4-3 win at Pittsburgh. And then he had an assist in the shootout win at St. Louis on Sunday. He now has a career-high 56 goals, which ranks second in the NHL. He's got 47 assists for a total of 103 points, which is fourth in the NHL. And if you're into that stat, he's got a plus 32 rating as well. Just another spectacular week for David Pasternak, who has separated himself as one of the game's elite, elite players this season. Now, Andre Vasilevsky stopped 99 of 100 shots last week to earn first star. Leon Dreisaitl had five goals, eight points last week to be named second star. Now, as good as David Pasternak has been this season, there's murmurings, whispers, rumbles, complaints about his propensity to turn the puck over. And in fact, he does indeed lead the NHL in giveaways with 101 through 77 games, tied with Evgeny Malkin of the Pittsburgh Penguins, with one minute and five seconds more average ice time per game. In terms of giveaways per 60 among players with more than, say, 52 games played, Malkin leads with 4.22, Pasternak second at 3.99, followed by Artemi Panarin 3.84. And indeed, when you look at the list of players who turn the puck over the most, it's a who's who of the NHL's star players. I mentioned Pasternak, Malkin, one, two, followed by Leon Drysaitel, Panarin, Eric Carlson, Nikita Kucherov, Mitch Marner, uh, Jonathan Kovačević is up there. He's not exactly a star player, but the list goes on. Chris Letang, Jack Hughes. Darnell Nurse, Brad Marchand, Adam Fox, Connor McDavid up there in 15th. The reality is star players have the puck on their sticks more often than lesser players. They get more ice time. They get more power play time. And they're going to, therefore, give the puck away more often than um, lesser players down the lineup. What's the alternative here? Do you look at David Posternock's giveaways and you say, oh, he's getting too much ice time. He's giving the puck away too much. Therefore, replace him with uh, Oscar Steen or uh, Tyler Bertuzzi or Trent Frederick. Take your pick of players further down the lineup. Well, of course not. He's got 56 goals. He's got 103 points. He's a plus thirty-two for you traditional stat lovers. That's pretty good. In fact, that ranks him ninth in the NHL. Five Bruins in the top ten at the moment, by the way. Matt Grizzlick leads the NHL in plus minus, plus forty-eight. Hampus Lindholm, second, plus forty-six. Brandon Carlo, third, plus thirty-nine. And then Bergeron, plus 33. David Pasternak up there, playing without Bergeron and Marchand for much of the season. So that shows you how he's improved his game defensively as well. So for all the talk about David Pasternak's turnovers, yeah, he's going to give away the puck from time to time. You don't want it to happen right at the blue line, per se, and the opposition takes it back the other way and scores. Uh, You don't want him necessarily skating one-on-three to create some zone time on the power play. You want him to be smart with the puck. Generally, he is, and he's gotten better as the years have gone on. But overall, it's a net positive, having David Posternak on the team. There's no basis for trying to reduce his ice time take him off the power play he needs to be out there as much as possible because he is their most prolific player offensively period coming up we're going to take a look at the eastern conference power rankings and see what's left to be determined there in terms of first round matchups and wildcard teams But first, a quick word about today's sponsor, which is Game Time. Now, talk about a time when you were stressed trying to buy tickets. It happens all the time, am I right? You're trying to get into that big game, and it shouldn't really be all that stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. They have killer deals. On last minute tickets and their best price guaranteed, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll have. You don't have to plan months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, hockey, comedy, theater, and more. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Just download the Game Time app. Create an account, use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but just create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, let's take a look at the Eastern Conference playoff picture where six of the eight spots have been clinched. We, of course, have our Boston Bruins in first place. They've clinched President's Trophy, first place in the East, first in the Atlantic, home ice advantage throughout the playoffs with a 18-point lead over the Carolina Hurricanes, albeit they've played one more game. But still, you hear all the time, Carolina could be their biggest stumbling block in the playoffs. They're 18 points better. 11 more wins, 13 more regulation wins, plus 120 goal differential compared to plus 52 for Carolina. New York second actually at plus 54. At the moment, they're 3 points up on New Jersey with a game in hand. So they should be able to secure the first spot in the metro, setting up a New Jersey New York Rangers Uh, Opening round, I'm taking the Rangers in that one Um, just because of Igor Shesterkin. They're really rolling right now. The Rangers are very deep up front after adding Tarasenko, Patrick Kane. For my money, they might be the biggest threat for the Bruins in the Eastern Conference at the moment. But don't forget about the Atlantic Division, guys. Um... Top four in the East right now, by way of point percentage, is Boston, Carolina, New Jersey, Toronto is in there at 658, just ahead of the Rangers at 656. The Maple Leafs, you know, every year people wonder if it's the year they're going to finally win a playoff round. I was in Sarnia the other day with one of my best friends, huge Leafs fan, very annoyed when I mentioned the fact that Toronto is just one of two teams not to have won a playoff round in the shootout era, joining the Seattle Kraken. They've only been around for a couple of years, and they could very well win a playoff round this year ahead of Toronto. How hilarious would that be if two expansion teams win a playoff round in the shootout era quicker than the Toronto Maple Leafs? And they'll have a tough test in the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are sixth in the conference at 6-23. Now, under the old 1-8 to format, right now it would be New Jersey, Tampa Bay, the Rangers, Maple Leafs in the first round. That would be one hell of a series, the Rangers and the Maple Leafs. Any one of those five teams, let's be honest, could emerge from The Eastern Conference in any other year, but the Bruins by all rights, I can't stress it enough, far and away the best team in the East. They have 14 more goals than second place Florida, who's still on the running. They've allowed 30 fewer goals than Carolina. It's just insane how good this team is, and they're not coasting into the playoffs either. They're 9-1 and one over their last 10. They've won three games in a row. They're looking to set the all-time wins record in the NHL. They need three wins over their last five games, and they very well could do it with some AHL guys in the lineup, just showing you how deep this team is at the moment. Now, when it comes to the wildcard teams still up, for debate as to who is going to clinch those, you have the Islanders in the first wild card spot at the moment. They've got 87 points, but they only have four games left. The Pittsburgh Penguins at 86 points. Florida Panthers outside the playoff picture at the moment, one point behind Pittsburgh for the second wild card spot, but they each have five games left. So both of those teams could conceivably make it with the Islanders falling out if they don't make good on their remaining four games. The wild card among the wild cards is the Buffalo Sabres. They have seven games left, and they are four points back of Pittsburgh, six points back of the Islanders, three games in hand on those Islanders. Imagine a scenario where Devin Levi just carries his team into the playoffs. Not saying they're going to win a round, but how cool would that be? That would be a pretty interesting story there in Buffalo. At the moment, it's the Islanders and the Penguins in those two spots. I personally would love if the Penguins hang on to that. The Bruins, I don't think, should have any problem disposing of them in the first round. They're the only team in the playoffs at the moment with a minus goal differential. They're at minus one, but still. Florida, plus 12. They can score. Can they keep the puck out of the net? That's a different question. They've allowed 94 more goals than the Boston Bruins. Over the course of a seven-game series, you'd think that would indeed be a factor. Buffalo is a team to watch for sure. Ottawa, still technically alive, but they've got five games left, and they are six points back of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Ideally, again, Pittsburgh holds on, play the Bruins, four or five games. Let's go move on to the tougher competition. I'm not overly worried about Florida or Buffalo either. Um, Although, with... Buffalo's offense, and if Devin Levi can become the next Ken Dryden, steal a, a playoff run, unlikely, but uh, that would be quite a story to be sure. We're going to take a look at what's going on in the Western Conference here in a moment, but let's talk about Built Bar. You've heard me talk about this product for oh so long because it is indeed. One of the best snacks I can think of. They're healthy, but they're delicious. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. But they maintain amazing macros while tasting like a candy bar. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. You can go to Built.com, check out all the flavors they have, and build your own box of Built Bars. Or you can head to your nearest Walmart, walk to the pharmacy section, grab a box of four. Or even better, head to Sam's Club, grab a 13-bar box with their hit flavors, enjoy a tasty, healthy treat, and thank me later. All right, over in the Western Conference, only 5 teams have clinched playoff berths at the moment and it's very tight, 1 through 8. Right now, Vegas, the Kings, Oilers, Stars, Wilder in Colorado soon to be there as well with Seattle having a pretty strong hold on the first wild card spot. They're 3 points up on second wild card spot Winnipeg Jets 5 points up on the Calgary Flames with a game in hand. Right now it looks like it's going to come down to Winnipeg, Calgary for that second wild card spot. Nashville still kicking around especially after surprising the Bruins last week. They're 3 points back of Calgary, 5 points back of Winnipeg. They have six games remaining, whereas Winnipeg and Calgary only have five. Looks for sure like Seattle, Colorado will be in. Likely coming down to Winnipeg and Calgary. And I believe those two teams play each other uh, Wednesday? Tomorrow night? Yes. 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Flames, Jets. That's going to be a very entertaining game to watch. After that, nobody's in. The Bruins eliminated the St. Louis Blues the other day. And when it comes to looking way ahead to the Stanley Cup final and who might pose the biggest trouble, ideally for the Boston Bruins, but maybe for someone else, Vegas, the number one team at the moment, 103 points, a plus 37 goal differential, Uh, The West, just not as strong as the East in general. Dallas leading the way with a plus 54 goal differential. Edmonton at plus 52. Colorado, plus 45. They are obviously a team to be worried about as the defending Stanley Cup champions. Vegas, so many questions about who's going to be their goalie. They've got like four or five options. Um, Honestly, I think... If Edmonton can get some goaltending from either Jack Campbell or Stuart Skinner, they should be the team to beat with three of the top five or six scores in the NHL in McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Ryan Nugent-Hopkins. But Dallas is a team to keep an eye on as well. They obviously have Jake Ottinger, Jason Robertson setting franchise records for them, in Dallas anyways, and... Yeah, obviously they still have Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan, Joe Pavelski, along with some very good young players in Robertson, Rupe Hintz, Biro Heiskanen. So I can see them coming out of the Western Conference for sure. But that's looking way ahead. We have to focus on the East for our Boston Bruins, and their remaining... Five games are all against Eastern Conference opponents. Toronto, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Washington, Montreal. They need three wins in those five games in order to get the all-time wins record. And, uh, you know, we know that they don't care about, well, not that they don't care, but it's not as important to get the President's Trophy, to get the wins record. They're not keeping track of these regular season milestones, but it would still be really cool for them to end up on top. I don't think it really adds any pressure to them in the playoffs. It just confirms that they're the best team in the NHL, and hopefully that will translate in the postseason as well. All right, friends, thank you so much for taking time to listen to Locked On Boston Bruins today. We'll be back tomorrow to answer some mailbag questions as well as bring you all the latest on the black and gold here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Talk to you again tomorrow.